This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. <sighs> Celebrate the end of your workday with the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as another busy Tuesday flies by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. So y'all are not going to believe this. After I interviewed Danielle and Nick, obviously I realized there's something still there between them, right? And I really wanted to facilitate a reconnection between them, but Danielle insisted, and so did Nick, that it was just totally and completely over. I didn't really believe it. And guess what? Today on Danielle's Instagram, there's a story that's popped up and it's a picture of her and Nick together and they're cuddling. They're, they look very close and canoodly and it just said, sup. Okay, I texted Danielle. I'm like, what is going on? And she gave me some updates. I'm not allowed to say anything yet, but judging from the picture on Instagram, I think we can speculate that at the bare minimum, they're talking again. I'm so excited. I feel like I feel like I'm like on the bachelor, like the bachelor of um intimate knowledge, you know, reconnecting people and just bringing lovers together. So stay tuned. I'm going to keep up with Danielle and keep up with Nick and see how this goes down. But you guys, if they are back together, I am so excited, first of all. And second of all, I am marrying them. I will be remarrying them. So you heard it first here. Danielle Rule and Nick Thompson likely back together and I will be marrying them. It is wild how quickly so much can change in love, either for the good or for the bad, as can be evidenced by Danielle Rule and Nick Thompson back together, ladies and gentlemen. After I spoke to both of them individually, now all of a sudden they're canoodling on the couch on Danielle's Instagram story. Obviously, they're together in person, unless it's an old photo. It's not. It's new. It's current. And it just says, sup on it. I mean, I can just hear the church bells already singing that these two lovebirds have gotten back together. They've reconnected. And I'm going to take full credit for this. If this is what's happening, which I believe it is, because they haven't spoken since last July. No contact, no nothing. And now here they are on Instagram. I mean, that to me is an admission of le at least couple status. Looks like it to me, at least. You don't just get married to someone, get divorced from someone, and then go on and have a casual photo of you two together canoodling on the couch. They look like they have that energy in their eyes of just like pure and utter love and adoration for each other, which is what I think needed to happen. I literally texted Danielle and I said, you two really need to give this another chance. You need a redo on this. And voila, here's the picture. So this is how much can change in just a matter of a few days. When I did the interviews with them, it was before any of this happened. But you guys are going to be able to listen and see how it all went down. I'm going to keep you updated on the entire timeline. So this is background info that now I'm, you're all updated, but you can see and listen to exactly how it happened. So let's go into the interview and we're going to get the prequel to where we are now. 
This, ladies and gentlemen, is how you connect people and hook them up. Right here on Intimate Knowledge. This is what it sounds like. This is Intimate Knowledge with Megan King. Shh, it's a show about sex. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Intimate Knowledge. I'm your host, Megan King. You can find me on Instagram at Megan King. Check out my retreats. Some exciting things are coming up at GaiaHavenExperience.com. We have a great show for you today. So I'm going to start out by giving you a little life update. And then we have Nick Thompson from Love is Blind on with us. He has some things to say about reality television cast members and basic human rights. So this should be interesting with both of our experiences on on, uh, reality televisions. But first things first. So it's past weekend. I went to a wedding with my, um, for all my girlfriends from high school and, um, with my friend, Will, Will and I have sort of been dating for a little while, sort of, I mean, we, we call each other friends, but like we're more than friends. And, um, we had a talk because I think I'm getting to this place where I'm ready to have more of an intense relationship, more of a serious relationship instead of kind of just like this wishy-washy dating thing that we've been doing for a few months now. So um, I I told him that, um, you know, how I felt that I really want some more in my life. I want more from this relationship. You know, I want phone calls in the morning and texts and I want to check in about each other's days and I want um, us to plan when we're going to see each other next before the you know, we, we part our part ways. We don't live in the same city. And he's like, no, I don't think I'm in that place in my life. Like I need X, Y, Z, you need ABC. And that's why we're, we're best friends. And I was, I told him it wasn't what I was hoping to hear, but at the same time, I'm not mad about it. And we're so good as friends. And I think this is a great lesson for me and it's not change. It doesn't change anything between us. But I think it's a great lesson for me in communication, which we always talk about on this show, and making sure that my have boundaries and my needs are met. And a part of them have been very met for a long time, and um, and will continue to be. But I recognize that like where his limitations lie, and I applaud him for being so open and honest with me. There was no fight, no argument no even hard i guess a little hard feelings but um honestly i like this has been one of the most honest open healthy relationships that i've ever been in in my life and i cannot i just can't be more thankful for it so happy to give you that update next up we have nick thompson on the show i'm a huge fan of nick he was on Love is Blind, season two. And I watched every second of him and his shenanigans and his seriousness. And I am not surprised one bit that Nick is the um, executive director of outreach for UCAN, which is Unscripted Cast Advocacy Network. He just seems like a good guy with big feelings. So let's bring in Nick. Hello, Nick. Hey there. How are you? I'm all right. You have a nice setup. Thank you. Yeah, this is for my podcast. I painted the wall blue. Oh, cool. I like it. Blue's my favorite color. Mine too. Thank you. I think, well, I think you're a blue aura, by the way. Oh, do tell. I was a huge fan of you and Danielle on on the show, on Love is Blind. Like, because you guys were, from what I saw, you guys instantly connected and you were like the mom and dad of the group. And- especially you, you were like very level and like you were thoughtful and like thorough. And so I really, really loved watching you and, and um, watching you guys grow as like other people kind of explore their relationships. I felt like you were exploring their relationships, not your own. (laughs) (laughs) Well, first of all, I appreciate that. I feel seen. Um, Second of all, I, I kind of felt that way because I was asking yeah. people these questions that they like hadn't thought about. Yeah. And I'm like, I, know. I think you think about this before you sleepwalk into a marriage. I know. I, and I was like, thank God for Nick. Like what, where is everybody else? And that's what kind of what we're here to talk about too. Like the mental health help 
that didn't exist, but you were there. <laughs> Thank God for you. Well, I know, right? At least someone there with a level head to help people think about stuff. There's, I, I just remember like, I, I worked, I was a, I was like interim CMO at my work at the time. So I was just mm -hmm. all day managing 12 people. And, and so I didn't get to like associate with the cast outside of filming very you often. You didn't take time off of work? I did for the pods in Mexico, but when I got back, I had kind of maxed out at three weeks. Oh my gosh. I did not know. It didn't yeah. seem like that. I remember there was an all cast event. I think it was like a cocktail party. And I think you guys were married at the time. No, maybe you were just like getting to the like on location somewhere, but you were like, you wouldn't drink. You were like pretending that you were drinking and you wouldn't drink. Were you going, going back to work? Oh, sometimes. Yeah, yeah we were. <laughs> Like I yeah, remember when and like the guys were taking tequila shots and you whispered to the bartender like just give me water. Yeah, that was in uh, that was Sound the like couple's you? reveal party. I actually wasn't going back to work. I was going back to um to Danielle when she had her panic attack that I didn't know about. So oh my god, okay. But I did stop drinking. Like after there was one day I got kind of tipsy in the pods, and after that I was like I am not getting drunk anymore. This why? It was like too. I don't want to say risky, but like I could just see me myself not doing my due diligence if I was drinking constantly. I would still drink casually, but like some some people were just trashed. Totally, <laughs> I, I could tell. <laughs> Did you do your due diligence then? I thought so. So did you or didn't you? I mean, I I think so. Yeah, you do. Yeah, I I mean, I always look at it like I I went in there thinking to myself, you know what? I'm okay if I go home. I'm okay if I get married. It doesn't matter right. to me. Like I'm seeing if this can help me find someone because dating sucks. I hate it. I'd stopped pretty much doing all the apps and everything. And I was like, maybe this is the way. So I just went in with that mindset of I'm going to just be myself. And if it works, great. If not, okay. Go back so to my it's normal literally life. literally the opposite of the apps. Totally like, the opposite. Complete opposite. Yeah. The only similarity is you have 15 people instead of endless opportunities when you start. Yeah, but don't you think they like they kind of like production kind of vets you guys out to see if you'd be like good like who might be good together? Yeah. 100%. I yeah. actually have this new theory that I've been sharing that I've thought about. I actually think they have characters already determined that they want and they yeah. go cast multiple people that could fill that role. And then when they get the person to fill that role, they send the other ones home. I think you're right. Yeah. I started thinking they, about that. Because they don't show that. every everybody on the show once the show's done. No. And once Danielle and I connected, they sent home like the other guys that had it together and had oh, good jobs really? and were in their like mid thirties. Yeah. Did they connect with anyone though? Those other guys? Yeah. According to them, but who knows? Right. So it was so you think it was highly produced on the back end? I think so. I, I heard rumors that like they had actually I heard this from Danielle, so it's, I guess it's a rumor from that aspect, but uh -huh. that apparently like they had Deep D and I together. We had the same producer. Um, and that uh -huh. was kind of like where they were thinking. Like the two of you would be together? Yeah. Which no I <laughs> after our first seven minute that. date, I was like, no. No way. <laughs> but she's like level and like she's smart and um like she's very comprehensive. She, like everybody seems to like her. Like that's kind of how you were. Yeah, she's totally likable. She's just not my like she's not what I would look for in a I don't want to sound like a dick. She's just she's not she's not my type. She's is she too intense for you? I almost feel like she she doesn't have the intensity. She's so even oh. keel. Like I don't know what oh, she, she is. About. I felt like she seemed intense, but maybe I was just thinking about because she, she that what that dick was saying to her. Yeah, and she gave him way too much slack before and after. Oh, she did. Oh my oh. god, it was. I like, did not come that across that way to the viewers. I I can't even. Well, she didn't know. Like that guy got a good edit. I always say that. He got a good at it, even though he thinks he got a bad one. That's what Danielle said, because Danielle was on the show a couple weeks ago, and she basically heard, said the yeah. same thing. 
Yeah, he got he he was the stuff he said at the reunion, the stuff he said after filming initially was just grotesque. I mean, it like this they didn't put some of it in there to protect her so that she didn't have to like hear it. Oh my god, jeez, it's intense. Yeah. So gross. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Okay, let me tell you why you're, I think you're a blue aura. Blue auras are feelers. Um, oftentimes they take on someone else's emotion as their own. So it can be difficult to even like discern between like, if you're fighting for something you believe in, or if you're just feeling the other's intensity or emotion. Um, that's so true. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Like I have to like, are thoughtful. Okay. I, I didn't, I've never heard about this before. Yeah. It's kind of like, um, so there's certain psychics or like, I guess like highly intuitive individuals who can see colors mm-hmm. around people and I don't see colors, but I can feel colors. And so, oh. um, you're blue. Okay. And a lot of times people, you. whatever your favorite <laughs> color is, is like your authentic aura color. That's interesting too. Cause it used to be yellow when I was a kid. I could see you as a yellow. Oftentimes yellow boys are groomed out of being yellow because it seems like a more feminine sort of like persona. Um, and 
that adds up with my childhood. <laughs> Does it? Oh my gosh. Well, you're probably have ye- yellow as your secondary color too, if you're being authentic. So um, any, anyways, it came across very strong. You wear a lot of blue too. Notice. I do. Thank you. Yeah. You are very, very <laughs> observant. I am. I am. Well, I was a big fan of you when you were on the show and I'm happy to have you back on here because I was interested in speaking to you about kind of the, the everything that blew up with um with the love is blind this last season and i was talking to danielle about it too and how there's basically no sort of um there are there's a, a massive lacking of mental health professionals on set and to give guidance and support to people especially in dating shows going through that emotional ro- roller coaster and they're basically just like fed to the wolves yeah, to say the least well tell me yeah. about that yeah they um so they tell you that there is mental health support pre, during, and post. I believe it was up to $5,000 in counseling post. Oh, you have a monetary amount. Interesting. Yeah, I believe that's what it was. But what actually happened was there was a psychological evaluation in which I spoke probably a half hour, an hour to a psychologist after taking a two or 300 question uh, questionnaire. And I, I don't know what one it was. And I tried to look, I can't find it, but it's one of those where it asks you the same question over and over and make sure ways. you're not lying. Yeah, exactly. Catch you in some sort of weakness, <laughs> weakness moment. That's exactly right. Uh-huh. And so we did that. And then, um, you know, I've been in with my therapist now for six years, it was about four or five at the time. Okay. And, um, you know, she was a big fan of season one. And she was thinking, you know, uh-huh. this could be how you, you know, meet your person, you're authentic, you're you know, you're genuine, you know what you want, you know what you don't want. But she was concerned that I would walk into there and not have any support and not have like anyone like me, um, like similar to me, not actually like me. But um, so she asked if I would be okay if she talked to the show psychologist. So they had a whole phone conversation because mm. she wanted to ask what type of support is there. This is an intense, yeah, this is an intense situation. Um you know, I just want to make sure that the stuff they're telling you is is accurate. Like this is a love experiment. Everyone's vetted. We're not looking for people that are influencers. We're not looking for people that right. want to be on The Bachelor. And um, you know, to to some extent, right. yeah. I mean, I guess you have to have the drama, right? Yeah, as of you know, for to make money. Exactly. Which is the but point. But there's it, that's exactly it. And so I get that. And like I was well aware of of that side of it. What I wasn't aware of um, was the strenuous conditions of of no food, no water, um, you know, or sleep. No food, no water. Hardly, yeah. I can't tell you how many times I asked for water. um, Water? Yeah. Why don't you just turn on your tap? In the hotel, you had to at some point, but who wants Uh -uh. to drink out of a hotel bathroom sink? Eh, whatever. I mean, yeah, it's not ideal. It's, that it's not die. ideal yeah. for most people, but I like to live my life on the edge. So <laughs> tap water is just fine. <laughs> tap water is just fine. Just don't ever run your finger under the nozzle because you will find some gross feeling. I'll just drink things. it first. Yeah, Build that cool. immune system up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and no food? <laughs> Seriously? Yeah. So they um, it was so. Didn't you weird order room service? Food. No, they they would not allow you to order room service. You did Why? not have your wallet, your credit cards, nothing. So you couldn't DoorDash. Why? What is the point of that? You know, at the moment, you're just kind of like, okay, I don't get it. Um, and then they had, you know, breakfast every morning when we were in the pods was at the hotel and it was from the cafe. Um, I have like, I'm pretty picky about what I eat. Um, you know, I have some restrictions, some preferences and stuff. They had uh-huh. all of this ahead of time. Barely. You didn't met. respect it? Barely. So like I'm gluten free. Like I'll get sick if I eat gluten. Okay. It's like a t- pretty typical restriction. Right. Right. And I don't yeah, eat yeah. pork and I don't eat chicken. That's really it. Okay. So you're like sort of a vegetarian and gluten free. Like not that weird. Quasi. Right. It's 2021 at right. this point. Whatever it is. Right. And and then I also intermit- intermittent fast. So I was like, 
I don't eat breakfast, but like if I don't eat something for breakfast, then I might not eat again until dinner unless I want to eat like Chex Mix or whatever, you know, processed snack they had. It was not like that on The Real House. When I was on The Real Housewives of Orange County, it was not like that. I think there would have been like a full scale uprising because we were like these princesses that needed to eat when we needed to eat. So like we were like we'd order all the room service and all of the things on the, you know, it was a very um, indulgent show. The concept was different. But my sister was on The Amazing Race years ago. Mm-hmm. And she got out pretty quickly. I think like second she was out. And she went to Sequesterville. And it sounds more like what you're talking about. Her experience, she wasn't filming though. But um, because she was, she had already gotten kicked off. But like... It's her experience was like no wallet, no credit card, no cell phone because they oh, they didn't want anyone to tell you what's going to happen. That's what it was. Yeah, that makes no sense. spoilers. And I get the phone thing like I, they tell you about the phone thing. I didn't think about it at the time. But like, what if something happened to me and I didn't have an ID? Like, what if the, the van goes off the road and, and on the way to the set? That's really odd. It's so odd. We had to like submit our passports and stuff before we we traveled. So they had all of that for us. But my show had been on for 10 seasons by the time I joined. So like they had it pretty dialed in. Which, by the way, I have so many friends. I can't believe that I'm on your show today. Oh, my gosh. No way. That's so funny. (laughs) (laughs) I think they all watched the the show. Yeah. (laughs) We're fanning back and forth. (laughs) I love that. But that's that's wild because I actually have so many, and this goes to you know the color thing and the feeling thing. I have so many people over the last couple of weeks that have DM'd me horror stories from this show. From Love is Blind? Love is Blind, food shows, other reality shows, competition shows, game shows. The stuff that people are telling me, I can only do two a day. I will only read. So anyone who's listening to this- too much you for have, you. It's too much. Mm-hmm. I mean, last night I was almost in tears hearing this woman's story about how she lost her business because people hated her so much that they went on and just flooded her business with bad reviews. And then they hacked her website. And yeah, hacked her website and just put all sorts of negative stuff up there. The only reason she came on social media was because she heard that we had started this this foundation and she mm-hmm. wanted to reach out and, and share her story. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Before you were on here, I introduced you as the um, executive director of UCAN, the Unscripted Cast Advocacy Network. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the UCAN um, Foundation is something that I started with uh, Dr. Isabel Morley, who's a psychologist and therapist, and then Jeremy Hartwell, who uh, was also on my season, one of the guys that went home relatively quickly. And he had start, started talking about this about a year ago. And my whole thought was if we stick this with just being like about legal support, it's going to be, it's not going to cover like what people actually need. So that's part of it. But the whole idea is that we can provide reality TV show cast members, potential cast members, and then post show, we can provide them and make sure that they have access to mental health services and legal services because these contracts i'm sure you know you've signed a, a bunch of them yeah. there are 30 40 pages sometimes you don't really understand the the jargon um you, you don't really know what you're signing up for i hired a lawyer i, hired I had a friend yeah and my dad's you. a lawyer and i still even hired an entertainment lawyer even though my dad's a lawyer because it's a different world totally totally well that's good but like you think about it this way though who is the means to do that? That's the thing. And also when you're in the middle of America, you're in Chicago, I'm in St. Louis, we don't grow up around Hollywood. This is not how we operate. And so we don't have anyone giving us some sort of like toolkit telling us how to navigate this. And that's exactly it. And that's the kind of support that um, you know we want to do. And I actually got the idea to start kind of offering this with with the foundation because someone, a friend of mine reached out to me and this is in October, North Carolina. She had been cast in the show that's filming there right now for Love is Blind. And she was like, I related the most to you and I would love to talk to you to find out if you can give me a little bit of little more info, a little more context so I can know if I'm making a good decision. We talked on the phone for eight hours. Oh and God. yeah, because she was asking good questions. We kind of, we became friends, all yeah. this stuff. But the bottom line was she opted out. Maybe you'll fall in love with her. I don't think so. We're, we're a little too different, but oh, okay. she, yeah, she is, um, she's a great person, but she opted out of doing it. And she actually knows someone that is in it. And she's still so grateful that she opted out of it because it's just such a, a horrible experience. Well, I think that with reality shows, especially like a big one. Like you were in the season two of love is blind, which was a big season and season one was big. Season two was big season three. That's the one that was just aired, right? Season three, or was it four, four is the one that just kind of feel like they're, they're kind of like, uh, all right, people know what they're doing now. Like they're going on to get famous. You know what I mean? Like the bachelor exactly. kind of like the bachelor atmosphere kind of thing. And so, but when, when I went on um, the show, it was when social media was still growing. So I got this massive following of people, but I didn't really have anyone to explain to me how, how to deal with overnight fame, how to deal with internet trolls. Like, no. um, but the thing is, I was born with ridiculously thick skin. I don't know where it came from. I find find found myself counseling cast members who'd been on that show for the whole 10 seasons <laughs> because they couldn't take the heat. And I think I was just kind of born to to be in this um spotlight in the way that I am because I'm really good at letting things just go off my shoulders but a good a good reality star is not going to be and typically not going to be like that they're going to be somebody who's right. like internalizing everything and that's where we find our entertainment at yeah. the sake of these people's like internal turmoil I agree with you. And I'm, I'm the same way. Like I used to be very different, but like therapy, working on myself growing up, 
you know, being in, in my career and, you know, just kind of being forced to be around so many different kinds of people. Like I figured out real quickly, like if I'm just confident, I'm just myself, like, I don't really care what people that don't know me think about me and take, yeah. So it's similar to you, like taking that in, like the trolls, the trolls, like they don't bother me. They only bother me when either they're like literally cruel or what they're saying could like hurt someone else. Or if it comes from someone, something someone else said, and it's like, uh, you only think that because someone else said something that's not true. And that kind of hurts. But otherwise I just let it bounce off me too. I think what surprised me the most though, was how much it, it might not affect me, but it affects people who love me when they read it. And like my mom or my sisters or my best friends, they want to like go after these people. And I could see that it was really hurting them. And like, it makes me emotional even just saying it now, because I never considered that, that collateral damage. That's so true. And I, I had a friend that eventually like took out, cause like I said, I was busy at work. I had a friend that took over my social to delete mean comments and put in all the words and all that stuff. I have somebody who does that with my ex-husband. (laughs) <laughs> i'm not kidding with his email i might need that i might need to borrow them yeah. <laughs> especially lately um but what what was really hard um at the time and and again i didn't even i didn't know what i was doing like you said overnight fame they yeah, don't you weird. know what they told us in a 30 minute call what? they said here's a here's a couple slides if someone's mean to you delete them and block them I'm like thanks yeah i i know thank you <laughs> um, anything either. else yeah, it was they don't so know what they're basic. Doing. They're probably like no 1099 clue. employees who just want to go home. Or they could be W2 employees like all of the cast are even though we're uh not considered employees. Seriously? Oh no yeah. way. Yeah, they issue yeah, this It's crazy that like SAG has a union and reality stars don't. It's like it's yep. wild. I mean, I'm sure it's designed by design. <laughs> Oh, it totally is. And here's why, here's what I'm going to say. I I posted this on TikTok just today. The Uh Writers Guild of America, the WGA, they're on strike. Every time they've gone on strike, I think it was 1998, maybe, or maybe it was 88, reality TV pumped up. That's when Cops got famous. The show Cops went uh and blew up. And same in uh, 2008, when the writers went on strike, Hmm. that's the boom that started reality TV. And so now we're at that point again. And they can produce this stuff and all the crew, they're all in a union, right? The producers yeah, are they're not, all in a union. Yeah, because yeah. they have to shut down. They can only film a certain amount of hours and they got to go and home. They get bring in a night crew. You said it. That's what happened at Love is Blind. The only time we got a break was when they were swapping out their crew from the crew that had already maxed out the hours. They're legally allowed to work for a day, had to go home. We stood there and filmed for another four, six, eight hours yeah. with a new crew. So that is awful. Yeah, it is. It's wild. I mean, filming does take a lot of energy because you have to be on at all times because anything that you do or say or like even just side glance can be used against you. Totally. And my new thing with that is editing is lying in reality TV because they will literally take something that you say and then show a different angle and put that audio over it. Did they do that for you? They did not do that for me. They left a lot of context in a few scenes on the ground, but I've talk to other people that they've done that too. Yeah, same. It has it it never really happened to me unless it was like some sort of a pickup, you know, where I had to be like, "Oh my." Oh, yeah. And like say it on my Zoom and then they insert it, you know, something like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um okay, so I want to talk about this. This is what I've been really dying to talk to you about. Um Nick Vile. So Nick Vile was on The Bachelor. Was he a bachelor? I think he was. He was. He's been on it no less than 300 times with that in Bachelor in Paradise. So I have thoughts about Nick Vile because like before we even jump into this. So I went on Nick's podcast once in LA and I was like newly single and I sat down with him. I did my little interview and I was like, I think he was I think he was like flirting with me. I think he might be into me. And I was like, I think I maybe I could be into him. And so let me see if I have a text with him, actually. Oh my gosh, we're gonna we're gonna out him. <laughs> I don't I don't think he cares. Um, let's see. Oh, I did. Oh my gosh, I have like a full text conversation with Nick. Wow. With Nick Vile. Well, anyways, yeah, we totally were like flirting back and forth a little bit, and then nothing, which like I don't like. I just felt like he was wishy washy and like 
a little bit confrontational. And I understand that like we are about all about confrontation. That's we're in entertainment. You said no to doing this interview with Danielle because it wasn't good for your mental health, which I fully respect. But internally, I was like, oh, man, because that would have been really interesting to see an interaction between the two of you. By the way, good for you for you know knowing your boundaries. Thank you. Um, but back to Nick. Um, so when I read this, it just I sometimes wonder if he says bullshit like this just to get a rise. He says what? Something like, oh, it's not the even star is fading. Your star is fading. It's you gotta pump it up. Yeah, and that's what you do when you want to get famous. You start a not for profit to help people. So he sees right through right. me. You know, all the famous yes. philanthropists and founders of not for profits so out there. Yeah, they're all they're all rich. They're living on their beautiful mansions in Hollywood and it's just a distraction like what his comments about what you're saying that you're basically discrediting your entire experience so you responded saying you'd have a conversation with him but then what did he do he turned off mentions (laughs) he basically blocked you here's the funny thing too like I had a couple exchanges with Nick over DMs over the last year good or bad and I went Fine. Fine. Danielle and I went on his podcast virtually, but we went on it and he was going to send me a copy of his book, which came out right around the time of my separation. And, you know, I never got it, which is whatever. It probably got lost in the mail. It's got lost in the mail for sure. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Um, So it was like totally friendly. And then there was another time he was in Chicago and, you know, I was like, next time you're here, let me know. Let's grab a drink. And he was, Mm -hmm. you know, open to it. He was here for his book. So he's here like in and out. Yeah. Um, so we had like a couple friendly exchanges. And I guess where I get upset with how he handled this is he didn't invite a conversation. He spewed what sounded like mm-hmm. propaganda straight from Netflix and Kinetic. And he just spewed it out there and then didn't invite any ulterior or alternative um, opinions mm-hmm. or conversations. And he's got a giant platform and to yeah. punch down on someone who's trying to help people, whether you agree with it or not, instead of having a conversation or even asking me, like, do you want to have a quick call and didn't even have to be public? Well, okay. This is my thought on that. I think Nick Vile is pretty like overall, he tries to put off this like persona of being um, um, self-aware. And I just think that there's some room for improvement there. And in this circumstance, I think that Nick is probably projecting his like own experience like back onto you with these harsh words because I think he's probably like, look, I got famous from The Bachelor. I um I understood what it was coming with. Yeah, like some things really sucked, but like I can't complain now. So like fuck anyone else who wants to say that right. like it did some bad things for them because like I'm living large and like I went through the same shit as you. I completely agree. And I'm not, you know, I'm not going to attack his personality or anything like that. I think it is very much. Well, I don't want to attack his personality either. I think I might've gone too far with that. Like he's fine, but this this one really bothered me. Yeah. I, and for me, when I think about this, like, and again, I don't expect Nick Vile to know me. I don't expect him to. He does know you. You guys text DM. But the funny thing is, is he also had, he had a couple things that he said that were just not true. Like he said, oh, there's so many more important things you could be involved with. Well, Nick, a simple look on my page, you would see that I just organized in my city to get the mayor that I thought should be elected, elected. And there's pictures of that happening, right? Maybe three posts down. So don't say I don't do anything. That's amazing. But that's also not his business. (laughs) Like, like why is he distracting from the issue? It's not the issue. I know, but he wants to plant trees or something. There's more important things to be involved with than having a podcast, but that's what you do, Nick. Yeah. So, I don't know. Well, and his my podcast, we talk about mental health, we talk about stigmatizing topics, we talk about culture, and I bring on experts, I bring on journalists, I bring on therapists, all that stuff. He talks shit for a living on his podcast. It's like don't don't throw stones. Right. For him to like talk down to me without even taking a simple glance to see that. And he even said on it, um, oh, I got all my information from my viewers. You guys are great. Well, 
probably could have done a little more research. And then to just say, like, I'm not intelligent enough to monetize my platform. He said that? Yeah. He what? said, yeah. He said, Wait, he that's said, I'm doing really mean. Right. And it's actually like, Nick, I monetize my platform when it makes sense for who I am because I'm authentic and I'm not about just making money to make money. I'm about doing the right thing. And to me, that means turning down a lot of opportunities because they don't align with my values. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global. Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases and pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Hey, this is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tanneritos. As a nostalgic voice from your past, I'm here to remind you that amongst the stressful and chaotic existence we live in 2024, you deserve to get away. It's time for a vacation, no matter when you're hearing this. And let me tell you how you'll get there. The 2024 Hyundai Santa Fe. Want to bring the family to the mountains with the Santa Fe's available H-Track all-wheel drive? Well, it's got standard third-row seating and available dual wireless charging pads for the kids who just want to stare at their phone and not talk to you. You know what I mean. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Okay, so you have 334 followers, 1,000 followers. He has 1.1 million. He follows me, by the way. Um, it says follow back, so I must not follow him. You must not follow him. Um, <laughs> I must you have, probably unfollowed I mean, him after he was a jerk over text message. I, I know. I just got, I just got like a, a weird vibe. Like you just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Like kind of. Just when like was a, that? Was that like, would you, you get three years ago, two years ago? Yeah, I think it was three. Yeah, yeah about three years okay. ago. Okay. Yeah, he just um, just seems like a little. Honestly, we would probably butt heads because I think we would both have like really big opinions, and um, it, it wouldn't be. Yeah, no. Um, well, so what would what would you say to him if you were talking to him right now? What would you say to him? I would. Um, well, it would be. It would depend a little on the context, but you know what I say to him now is don't don't punch down. You don't understand what my, what Danielle's or what any other reality TV stars experience was to project what your experience was when you went on four shows. I believe it was one time on the bachelor, one time on the bachelorette and two times in paradise. And to equate that to every other reality show that we have out there and then say that the barometer is fame. The barometer is followers, right? That's his, right. his whole thing. That's why you I, do this. I do understand that part of it. So that's part I was like, all right, yeah, I get that. You, there is a trade-off here. Yeah. I didn't do this for followers. Like I did this to see if I could find love. 
I didn't do it for followers. I did it for a job, but but then I well, never got a job, but I got followers. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fine. Hopefully you're smart enough to monetize your platform. That's what's going on. Yeah. So I would just say to him, you know, don't don't project your experience on everybody else. Have a little bit of empathy because I, like I said earlier, I have so many DMs of people that have been through horrific experiences. And I I went through my horrific experience and I went through, you know, with Danielle, all of the things that she went through. And that was not easy. And the fact that I couldn't get the show to help us at all after the fact, let alone during the fact, and the fact that they promised that, and that's part of the agreement that you have to go on the show and you can't get it. It, it's it's a disaster and people's lives are it is nick it, and i saw that a lot with kelly dodd on the show she's kind of she's like it has a big personality and we have publicly butted heads on numerous occasions and i think like i remember the first season she was on i was like really worried about her and they said the same thing to us on the real housewives there is mental health support we met with a counselor for like a whole entire 20 minutes on the phone you know what i mean and um and that was that. Like, I didn't think about it though. It was a little bit of a different time. Like, streaming wasn't it. It wasn't mm-hmm. what it is. Like, it really wasn't right. around actually um, in 2015, which is like wild to think about. It was just Netflix. It was only Netflix then. Yeah, yeah. and that and it, Netflix was like if you had you know you were like upper middle class kind of thing. It, it wasn't normal. It wasn't a typical oh. thing. The lower middle class just got the DVDs. Yeah, mail. exactly. <laughs> but um, yeah, it just, it seems like Nick Vile is um, potentially like believes that his foundation of fame and um, influence has been built on a fragile foundation. And that if we pull back that curtain, that it might all fall apart from out from under him. What do you think? Here's the thing. I, I think that's possible. And I also think at the same time that he his he's in a sandbox I, I say in the middle of a desert and in that sandbox the only reason people do this is for fame and anything else doesn't matter if you mm. if you have mental health issues if you are publicly harassed this is just what you signed up for but you're in a desert of people that like don't understand that and you know because you you've been through it you don't really know until you're there you can't know and that goes with every life experience and that's victim blaming and like i really really want to put a spotlight on victim blaming and because it tries to shift the narrative to say that the victim is wrong here when really you're just just the victim is just sharing their experience like nothing will take away from that experience so it really like what nick is doing with this is just really 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 irks me me too and i my my whole thing is again i don't think we're trying to destroy reality tv we're just trying to make sure that people get the support i know it's not i'm not trying to i'm not i'm not even trying to destroy love is blind i just want i lived this nick did not live love is blind i wonder if love is blind has gotten better like i'm sorry Uh, like on the back end (laughs) no so my trip um i met with some various cast members throughout the seasons last week and oh, it does did? not sound like it's gotten better what are you gonna do about it i'm trying to get people to share their stories and share their experiences but everyone is so scared of getting sued that no 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 one is like full force let's let's do this are you afraid of getting sued i got nothing to lose they probably will they'll oh, you think is they'll try to like honor. issue a gag order or something Possibly, yeah. But here's the thing. I'm not giving away like secrets to production. I'm telling the truth. I don't think they'll come after you. I think it would be a bad look, but I'll wear Did it. Did you as a badge sign of honor. something that said you wouldn't talk? Just the typical NDA that we all sign. But there's so yeah. much money wrapped around it that people are terrified of getting sued for millions of dollars. So with the Real Housewives, um, it was the same kind of thing, right? We couldn't talk about it, yada yada. But then they Andy Cohen just like worked with this reporter, Dave Holmes, who he used to work for people and he took a leave of absence to write a mm. book about the insides and of the Real Housewives franchises. And it was it was um endorsed by Andy Cohen. And like I did an interview with him. I haven't read it yet. It's somewhere in here. Oh, it's out. Okay. I thought Oh it was yeah, writing. it's like been out. And okay. 
I gave an interview and it and I gave an interview with like every insider info like when they screwed up the production or editing when they like everything that happened what actually happened when Lizzie got fired and what all of this mm -hmm. and it's all printed and like that was done on purpose so yeah. I kind of feel like in the age of where the internet is and the dissemination of information that you talking about this probably doesn't come as that huge of a surprise to a brand new show like love is blind that hasn't really gotten like dialed in how their production and their food and mm -hmm. their, their like whatever the leaders are called um, producers. Yeah. The producers and the runners and all those people, yeah, you know, yeah. there's all kinds of people. Um, Cause like, they, they could have been like one person who screwed up the food and then they get fired the next season. I don't know. I mean, it's possible. I think it's interesting um, that it was just so consistent and it was, yeah. I mean, it, yeah. It, and of, of course they did apologize in Mexico. I think it was they in did? Mexico. It might've been when we got back. Yeah. Uh, the executive producer came over and said, this doesn't represent us, blah, blah, blah. blah. But then it just continues interesting yeah well i love what you're doing like pulling back the curtain i think that's a great term to really describe what's happening and i personally like in my heart of hearts believe that this is going to be a trend that is going to like pick up steam and and change will be made and i don't know if it will be in the way of some sort of you know reality show union like i think of like um i think of Lo uh not love is blind um 90 day fiance which i love that show yeah I have people from 90 Day Fiance that reached out to with horror stories. No. They don't know what they're doing. Like no. these people are like, I mean, no way in hell do they know what's about to happen to their lives or like no. how to even like read the contract probably. So like, exactly. I mean, I, you could be a fully educated person like me and, and still hire an entertainment lawyer, you know, to read the contract. Like, there's no way these people know what they're getting into. So like in order to have like some sort of consistency throughout the industry, it will be necessary to go to some sort of unionized ish route. I completely agree. And I never thought that I'd be a union organizer. Um, <laughs> I'm pro union for the most part. Um, but I guess I'm maybe at the foundation of, of becoming, um, you know, helping us become a union because I think it's it's basic human rights that for some yeah. reason reality TV cast have escaped the evolution of labor laws. And it's true. Then on top of that, it's the true. damage to someone's mental health. And let me let me pose this to you. Mm -hmm. If there was a psychologist or a mental health professional on the set for Love is Blind, as they claimed. Wouldn't Danielle's panic attack be the perfect opportunity for that person to show up it and would, say, I'm here. It would be. Let me navigate. We're not going to film until she's ready to film. We're, go get Nick. Let him know because they sent me in there. I had no idea she had a panic attack. They didn't do. Did they film her panic attack? Um, so it happened. And then they filmed host while she was still coming down, I would say. That's not really my place to say. But, um, you know, as far as I could not tell. Right. She had had it. Um, and then they came and uh, they didn't get me. They told her to, we were going to film. They told me um, she's not mic'd. go in there and tell her about the couple's party. And I was like, OK, um, I had asked them to put one of the producers that she and I really liked outside her door in case she did get anxious and needed someone to talk to. Um, they didn't do that after they said they would. These were all things that like they said they were going to do. They didn't do. And, um, you know, sending me in there to film and just not telling me what was going on, like didn't even tell me Danielle had a panic attack. We're still going to try and, and get this scene. Um, I probably wouldn't have said yes to that uh, until she was okay, but they just didn't care. They just sent me in there anyway. It's such a weird fine line filming a reality show where, um, like we were the talent, but we're also, it's our real life and it's our right. real feel. So it's tough to tow that line. I, ca I can totally imagine is. how tough that is. I mean, obviously for the talent, but the producers as well. And I'm playing devil's advocate a little bit here, not saying that what, what they're doing is right because it wasn't because like you weren't treated like a human in that situation. Like mm -hmm. if you make a promise, put XYZ producer out the door, outside the door, then follow through on the promise. Like, 
I, I just think that sounds pretty simple to me. Well, and that producer, by the way, ended up quitting a few days later because she didn't like how they were treating us. Really? Yeah. Will she talk? I don't know. I've I've pushed her to some of the journalists that have come out, um, but I haven't seen anything from her. I should catch up with her, but I don't I know. know. They're scared too. I mean, one of our producers got a cease and desist a few months ago, or maybe it For was what? more like a year ago. Uh, he posted literally like a behind the scene picture that he took of Danielle and my wedding. I mean, those are st- like, I, f- I freaking collect cease and desist. So whatever. <laughs> like I have a pile of them. I'm like, oh, funny. This does you nothing. You just use them as wallpaper. No kidding. I got one from on the day of the, the reunion when I exposed a guy for faking cancer. I got one on the day of the reunion and I literally brought it on the reunion I ripped it up and I was like, this is how I feel about your cease and desist. Like, F you. <laughs> well, that will be the tactic I take, but I'll probably have to be like an Instagram reel and on TikTok. <laughs> well, keep me posted on everything and come back if you have any updates. Um, I have like so many more questions to ask you, but I think this co- this conversation was, um, it was, I'm, it was I'm here if you, yeah, I'm, I do too. I'm here if you want to ask more questions. Okay. Um, well, I think we we're pretty much at time right now, but okay. maybe we could follow up again in the future. Are you in a relationship right now? We got to talk about love a little bit. Oh no, I am still healing um, my wounds, I guess, from all of this. This all happened very quickly. I feel like I was processing everything um, in slow motion, and mm. I, you know, I, I just don't. I don't want to waste someone else's time. I don't want to waste my time um, knowing that like, I, you know, my heart's still broken over all of this. So I don't want to, mm, I'm sorry to hear you know, that. I don't want to do that to somebody else. So no dating apps, not going, not on the prowl. Nope. Sorry, ladies. Off for now. <laughs> so celibacy is your route. God bless. Um, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much, Nick. This has been wonderful. Thank you. And- and thanks for all you you do with you can and I am a supporter and I will be outspoken to help you and help do whatever I can to affect change and mental health advocacy within reality TV. Thank you so much for that. I appreciate it. And thanks for having me on. Yeah, great. All right. So as I get off this interview with Nick, the first thing that comes to my head is shit i didn't ask about danielle we just had danielle in the show last week but y'all he seems so so wounded i don't want to like bring that up right now obviously i know that he's not talking to danielle he didn't want to have an interview with danielle he literally just told us that he's still licking his wounds after this traumatic experience and breakup that he's had and he's not over that experience yet and he's still you know processing so i think that we have our answer he doesn't talk to to Danielle. Does I wonder if he still loves her? I would have to venture to say that's going to be a strong no. But maybe he's, you know, like the opposite of love isn't hate. The opposite of love is apathy. So he might not quite be to the apathy portion of his healing, but I'm sure as hell that it's not the love part either. So, you know, uh, well, I think that kind of wraps it all up. But Nick is seems like such a good guy. He seems like the exact same guy he was on the show. Maybe a little shyer, actually, than I thought he was on the show. But next week, we're going to get Danielle back here. So we're going to cover all the things that we didn't talk about. I know Danielle was just on, but now I have Nick. Now I have like, more to talk about. And I, you know, I can see kind of their personalities and how they balance each other. So I'm excited to chat with her next week. Thank you guys for listening on this week's episode of Intimate Knowledge. Because if I know, you know. Okay? Bye. Subscribe to Intimate Knowledge on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.
Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.